0: hmm i don't know i feel like <laughs> i already told you everything that i've done i've been working on a puzzle i was watching komi can't communicate for like the fifth time the fifth time i love that show i started buying the manga because i was like i wonder what happens next it's so long it is long but like because the for the whatchamacallit the anime on netflix is their first year of high school so the all like the 25 or 24 episodes are all from them being in the first year of high school. So I was like, well, what happens in their second year? What happens in their third year? What happens? Do they mm. ever get together? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Okay, But Hear Me Out, a healthy conversation podcast about our favorite fandoms and latest obsessions. I'm your host, Cassie.
1: And I'm Lisa.
0: And on this podcast, our friends and I will be trying to convince each other to dive into our latest favorites.
1: This podcast is mostly geared... Oh, one more time. (laughs) Mostly, because I know that word.
0: It's been a minute. Something happened. Woo! (laughs) I know most of our problems mm-hmm. usually happen right when, before we're recording when we're trying to set up the mics and stuff. <laughs> Something always goes wrong.
1: It's been a minute. All right. <clears throat> this podcast is ma- mostly geared towards anime slash manga. However, we have many other not-so-guilty pleasures we'd be happy to share.
0: Woo! And along with this, we love to have conversations, but we do have a rule. And it is that our feelings are canon. So we should respect people for the feelings that they're feeling, even if we don't feel the same way about a specific show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the right to feel the way they're feeling, so we shouldn't bash others yeah. for that. So yeah, if we do that, then it's going to be a great conversation. Mm-hmm. So now that we know the rule of the podcast, let's start the conversation. Woo. Today, I'm going to start out and I'm going to be talking about Assassination Classroom.
1: Woo. And I will be talking about High Rise Invasion.
0: All right. So, yeah, I'm going to start off first because this show is so good. I feel like this is a show that I feel like everybody that is into anime, even if you're not into anime, you should just watch this anime. It's so good. (laughs) It is so, so good. Um, I had it on my list,
1: but you were going to talk about it, so I took it off. Yeah, well, it's
0: going to go back on your list after this. It's so good. Yeah. Of course, after you finish fruits basket.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna start rebinding that again. <laughs> Cause I stopped for a bit to do Oren Host Club. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, go back. <laughs> go back, go back. I will. Anyway,
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna start. Um, let's start with the summary. This is gonna sound. I need you to stay with me, okay? I know mm-hmm. it's anime, so like it can't really be that odd, comparatively speaking. But just stick yeah. with me, okay? Assassination Classroom is about a group of students at a prestigious junior high preparatory school who are tasked by the government to assassinate their teacher, who is a dangerous yellow octopus looking creature who blew up and destroyed 70% of the moon. And they have to do all this before they graduate junior high. Okay. (laughs) I just want you to know that even though we're not in the same room or even the same state, I smiled. In the direction I feel like you would be sitting if we were having a conversation. Yeah. I should give you an awkward smile. (laughs)
1: Like, I know a bit of the premise of it, but I didn't realize he blew up the moon?
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, Yes. It tells you, like, in the first episode that he blew up the moon. So why is he their teacher? So basically, he made a deal with the government. He was like, "Um, I could also destroy the earth, but if you let me teach this class... Uh, <laughs> then I'll be in a designated time or a designated place in time every day so you'll know where I'm at at all times because he's a very dangerous he also moves at speeds of like what is it Mach 20 Wow. so like they're having a hard time catching him he's very fast very like clever very good at catching everything they throw off at him so basically the government makes this deal because they'll at least know where he is for a good portion of the time while they make their attempts but then also like kind of tasking the students and whoever kills him gets like a 10 million yen or something crazy like that. They get like a really high reward if you manage
1: to kill him. So the government full of fully developed adults can't kill this alien, but they're expecting children to be able to do so? Uh-huh. Okay. it's <laughs> anime. I'm not going to yeah. question it.
0: <laughs> there, there's a lot that you find out the whole reasons why later um there's a lot that goes into it and i'll get to that when i get to my talking points
1: it also sounds a bit like a comedy
0: it is it is serious but it also it's hilarious Hmm. because he has like okay side note this has nothing to do with anything but um his name is koro sensei which is what i'm going to talk about my first point is what i'm talking about koro sensei he has like these quirks that are to just make it funny because he is like this huge, monstrous, like unkillable creature, but mm-hmm. like he also is really into, oh, what is it like not like self-care, but like sometimes when the students are doing something, he will just like because he can move at speeds of Mach twenty, he just does their nails <laughs> or like fix like tweezes your eyebrows or like this like <laughs> he has like these weird quirks anyways <laughs> it is it is very funny. But it does have some serious moments. So my first talking point is about koda sensei being like the best teacher that everyone deserves. I know that teachers like this obviously don't exist. You obviously don't have yellow octopus, <laughs> crazy, dangerous teachers. But like the compassion he has towards the students is beyond. So to put this in a bit of perspective, in this school, their class, the class of 3E, is seen as lower than the rest of the students. They really? are outcasts. They're ostracized as a really cool, cool, cruel way to raise the esteem of the rest of the students. Oh, yeah. So basically, because I told you in the summary that it's a very really prestigious preparatory, like junior high, uh-huh. and basically the way they accomplish that is that you don't want to be in this class, so you will work your butt off to not be in that class, which so they produces put the like, alien yeah. In
1: that class? Rude.
0: Yeah. Because this is like before Koro sensei even got there. They just put down one class to make the other students work harder, which is why they always get better grades and go on Mm -hmm. to do like more things because they have put down one class of students. Yeah. As like lesser. So while the students in 3e make various attempts and plots to kill koro sensei he kind of fights to change the status quo and raise the opinion they have of themselves because it's not just that the rest of the students put them down and believe they're lesser they also kind of believe that they're lesser because of the situation that they're put in yeah so while he does mock them often for being unsuccessful in their assassination attempts he also strives to actually educate them and help them understand and see the great qualities they have in themselves and kind of like sticking it to the man and the messed up system of the school because the whole thing is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So he's just, the whole point of that is that he's just the best teacher. <laughs> he's a great teacher. My second point is the plot is wild, but the story is endearing.
1: Yeah, I hear, like, because I was going to watch this, um, I do know people say, like, the ending is kind of sad and, like, yes, it's a very sweet kind of story it is
0: bittersweet that's one of my points later yeah okay good (laughs) no you're good yeah it's good yeah the plot is wild but the story is endearing it is one of the only anime that had me in tears at the end because of how good it is (laughs) Throughout the show, we learn like the various um, like situations that lead to each of the students being a part of this class because you don't just become part of this class because your grades are like low, which that is a part of it. But most of them are in this class because there was an incident that happened. Like Mm -hmm. one of the students who is he's I think their class president. He ended up in that class because his family is poor. So he got a part time job, but the school doesn't allow part time jobs. So he got in trouble with the school and therefore now he's in that class. What? Yeah. So sometimes <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just for like silly reasons that they got they ended up in this class.
1: Yeah, that S- sounds really silly. Like okay Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But each of them has like their own reasons for or their own uh situations that led them to be part of this class. We also see how each character overcomes the struggles that they that either led them to the class or that still ails them. Usually with the help of Koro Sensei. I mean he is a teacher after all (laughs) he's a good teacher he helps them inside and outside of school which is phenomenal each story is unique and it weaves itself together so well that by the time you get to the end of the series you fully understand with every fiber of your being how Mm -hmm. much it means to every character in the situation Mm -hmm. I just think it was so well done it's so good. I I love Assassination Classroom. It's so good. It is just masterfully told with compelling characters, and I literally couldn't ask for anything better. This is a very top contender to be part of one of my top five, to be honest. <laughs> so my next point is that the characters are beyond great. We have, like, kind of three main characters that often get kind of featured in the openings, but not really because the whole class is kind of featured in the opening. But we have the central MC, which is Nagisa. Nagisa is sort of an unassuming boy who doesn't have much confidence in himself. Karma, who I know you will love, first of (laughs) all, is like his best friend and counterpart. He will fight you any day. He says whatever he wants and will laugh about it the whole way. He's also kind of a sociopath.
1: Love him already.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And his name is Karma. Great. It's fabulous. Then the other kind of main character is Kaede. She is a character who kind of blends into the background at points, but is also featured with the other two in the openings. So you know she's important. She does play, like, bigger roles, and she kind of is close with Nagisa. But as for the characters as a whole, it's not just about the backstories, which I just talked about, how they all have, like, different things that led them to the class. They also have different interests and hobbies that make them more fleshed out as characters. And it even translates to how they approach some of their assassination attempts. Again, it's really the way they were written is just fabulous. So I think the characters that is the three main characters that are fabulous, but then there is also... Other characters that make it great, like one of the characters, I think in one of the very first episodes, he was on the baseball team, and he wants to be a professional baseball player, and so what he does is there's like only certain ways that you can kill Koro sensei they have like this material that is like the only thing that can harm him because like bullets and stuff like that like he basically can dodge all that out of bounds it doesn't really hurt him, but they have like these specific yeah like knives and weapons that can hurt him, and he attaches some of those to a baseball and he tries to throw it at him. Um, which is, you know, very clever. So they take their interests and they kind of weave it into how they c- come up with ideas to assassinate him. But on the note of like Nagisa and Karma, they have like this whole, they're best friends-ish, but are best friends. And they have like this whole thing that comes later in season three that's really, really good and well done. Because again, Karma is very much the obvious like strong person. You know, he'll fight you. He's <laughs> He's deceitful in a way. Uh, But he's also will laugh about it. It's so funny. But Nagisa, again, is unassuming, but he's like actually one of the strongest assassins. Mm-hmm. But you never really think about it because he doesn't really have confidence in himself, but he is the main character. So you have to think about the fact that he has something special going on for him too. Got it. It's kind of like a silent killer. <laughs> so my next point, the opening songs are bangers. <laughs> They're so good. Really... Just love all of them. Literally love all of them. Though the last two are my favorites and they will be linked below. The problem is, I would just put a note, is that the last one, the very last opening, the fourth one, has major spoilers. So maybe don't watch that until after you watch it. But that one is like my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) If you have never watched the anime or heard the songs, you should just go do that. The music is as a whole also. Just, you know, like the background and the little zany. It's very zany or wacky the background music and stuff. It's really fun. So I love the music in this show. I think it's really well done. Of course, I could keep going. There are so many reasons why Assassination Classroom is great, but I definitely think that Koro-sensei being the way he is, the the characters being well-written and woven the way they are really is what makes the show because the plot is driven so well by each of the characters that it just, it makes it so good. I don't really know how else to describe it. Y'all should just watch it. <laughs> And I only have one wrap up point this time. my wrap up point is that assassination classroom has been banned in some public libraries and public schools and at least two states as of this recording.
1: I saw that i yeah, wouldn't I mean, I feel like maybe because the premise is to kill your teacher, but yeah, I wasn't sure why I'm like of all manga. yeah of all i mean i
0: do understand because we've had such a at least in america i've had such an issue with school shootings Mm. i do understand it in a sense but there are so many other worse manga out there worse anime because here's the thing if you live in those states i'm sorry please try to find a way to read or watch it but because okay (laughs) i'm like getting really (laughs) upset the main plot revolves around the students killing their teacher yes but that's not what the show is really about the anime is and the manga too is just chock full of life lessons and motivation that goes beyond like what it looks like on the surface this show Mm -hmm. is literally about overcoming obstacles
1: and And, their teacher is a dangerous alien so it's not the same
0: (laughs) yeah and I mean, I just, yeah, it's about overcoming things like that might be academics for some of them. It, it could be about their hobbies, their personal life, all of it can be achieved. It's basically what Koro sensei is showing them. He's like, you can achieve your dreams and your goals. You don't have to be this way just because the school is telling you or your family life or whatever you have failed one time at baseball or whatever it is, just because you had these setbacks doesn't mean you are failures. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need an outside force or an alien creature, even though he's not actually an alien, but you need a, an outside force to show you, to help you see that you can be more. That's what the show is really about. Hmm. So it just, it, I, I do get it in some senses, but that just frustrates me. So if you live in a place where it is banned, I'm sorry, but it's still a good show. You should watch it. Uh Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And the only other thing I have, it can be watched on Funimation, Hulu, and Crunchyroll. Cool. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. good. Um, the only things I have to link is the opening songs. And there's a video on why Assassination Classroom is so good. But I, if you have not watched Assassination Classroom, I kind of would only watch till about, I think I wrote like six minutes and 45 seconds in. Because not that there's like major spoilers, but there are kind of more spoilers in that video after that point. So I would just kind of skip that. I would just watch to that point And then if you haven't watched it yet.
1: Hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. I'm still going to see it. Oops.
0: It's so good. I cannot tell you how I, I kind of watched it later in my anime career. Like it came out forever before I had actually watched it. And I started watching it because my best friend started watching it. And I said, Oh, that's so interesting. So I started watching it and I like binged it in a week. Between mm-hmm. like work and all that, I watched the whole three seasons. Well, I should say it's more like two seasons. Then I watched the I watched the whole thing.
1: Yeah. See, I was interested in the show because it just looked interesting. Period. But one of my ex roommates she she doesn't really watch a lot of anime, but she also recommended it. So I was like, oh, if you like it, then you know it could be interesting. So yeah. That's why it was on my list, and then we be doing the like prep for the episodes and you're like I'm going to talk about this one I was like great I will not watch it until you talk about it so that you know you can convince me but I was going to watch it anyway
0: <laughs> yeah no it is if I if that I mean, no, I know you're going to watch it anyway but I just feel after Fruits Basket this should be like the next one on your list of everything okay. that I've talked about
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like you're doing a better job at <laughs> convincing me to watch your rec <laughs> than I am for you <laughs>
0: I mean, I was thinking about that because you know we're gonna be doing our yearly reviews at the end of every mm-hmm. year, and I was starting to go through the list and I was like, I don't think I have watched anything yet. Granted, I, I haven't think, had time. Yeah, I, I also was just sick. Feel like I moved. Ours, I went out of town yeah. for a bit, but like,
1: <laughs> I just feel like our likes are just so different. But you no, know, it just yeah. <laughs>
0: not necessarily sometimes i'm like i'm willing to try new stuff Mm -hmm. like i think of all the things we've talked about so far the two at the top of my list is probably carol and tuesday Mm -hmm. and um i'm curious about case study of vanitas because (laughs) you did not explain it well at all (laughs) so i'm I'm more curious because i'm like i don't fully understand Mm -hmm. so i feel like i should watch it to understand
1: more yeah i don't think i did a good job with that one even though i really really love it. main reason watch it because I like it that's it that's your that's a comment anyway. <laughs> is it my turn yes no. go okay. for it so for this one <laughs> it's going to be different because I kind of feel like I know for a fact you're not gonna like this one <laughs> okay because <laughs> I'm watching it doing my prep and even for me it took me a minute, you know, even though it has a bunch of things that I enjoy. It's just I'm watching it and the more I was watching, it, I'm like, I'm not going to convince her to watch this, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. You never know. Yeah. We've so. Got to fun, different perspectives.
1: Yeah. You know, I just knowing it. Hold on. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. No, yeah. Just start so, from the beginning. Yeah. I'm not saying anything. Go.
1: All right. So. High Rise Invasion is a manga and anime series where Yuri, a teenage girl, is transported into a world full of skyscrapers, where she must survive being hunted by mysterious mask-wearing figures. Who are, tr- while doing that, she is trying to find her older brother Rika, who was also trapped in this world. Um, and today I will own...
0: How does she know that her brother was trapped in this world?
1: Yeah, well, she calls him (laughs) here's the thing uh i'm only gonna be talking about the netflix adaptation of this series um full disclosure i have not read the manga mainly because it took me quite some time to even get into the anime so i wasn't sure if i was going to like it but yeah so i'll be mainly talking about the anime on netflix okay um she finds out her brother is on the world i believe she calls him she has like a phone And she was able to get in contact with him and discover that he, too, was also in this world. That's, like, one of the first things she discovers.
0: Okay. So they get trapped into this world, and then they're like, here's a cell
1: phone. Yeah. It's not, like, a foreign world. Does that make sense? No. (laughs) It's not like isekais where they get sent to, like, a different time period. They are essentially, the mystery of it, I feel like they're kind of in a different dimension, in a sense.
0: Okay, because also, the inter- not all isekais are different time periods. Sometimes yeah. they are actual different worlds. But this yeah. is, okay, I see what you're saying. Different so it dimension. is a
1: different world, but it's still like a world they know. They have phones.
0: It's like parallel to theirs. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. They have um, regular food. Uh, helicopters are a big thing in here. You know, it's a. it's just they're on top of skyscrapers. And they're connected by these bridges. And you can't really get to the bottom floor one of my points. I will admit that I have a bit of a love hate, not necessarily hate, but relationship with this one. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start with what I love about it. (laughs) It's very action-packed. The action is great. Albeit, it is very violent. Mm. Yeah. Which is why I wasn't sure if I could convince you because of how violent it is. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. But it's... I mean, if you like some violent stories, me trying to convince the audience now, (laughs) you will enjoy it. The characters are constantly in life or death situations. So you're always on edge of what's going to happen next. Part of why they're always in these life or death situations is part of the mystery of this world. And I know you like mysteries, so like that could be a component of it that you would enjoy. (laughs) Okay. I enjoyed it because... I want to know why they got transported into this world because you don't know why. And I want to know, like, who created this world? Why did they create this world? Like, what's the purpose of it? Which they tell you a little bit. But, like, that's the biggest mystery of this world is why does it exist, you know? Okay. And, and that's one of the, like, biggest components of it because you're just like, what's what is going on? (laughs) And in the midst of all that, these characters are trying to survive. So these the mask wearing characters that I mentioned earlier, they're controlled by these masks. So the people wearing these masks used to be regular humans. But the moment you look into a mask, it takes over your your mind completely. Oh. Yeah. So you then. What? (laughs) Yeah. So you then become like this Not necessarily mindless, but this killer that's just controlled by whoever created this world. And it's, like, instant. So if you pick up this mask and you, like, just look into it to see what it is, that's when it controls you. Like, not even when you put it on. It's very interesting. that's
0: terrifying.
1: It is terrifying, but it's very interesting. And then all these masks have, like, different types of personalities, if you will we have one of the characters, he's called the Sniper Mask because he has like the sniper gun. I'm sure there's an actual name for the gun, but I don't know. But that's his like main skill. He's a sniper. He can kill you from far away. And he was initially kind of like an antagonist at the beginning of this series. And okay. then uh, Yuri, let me go a little bit backwards, who's the main character, she starts off a bit scared and naive, you know, as most people would when you get transported into a random mysterious world with no recollection of how you got there. Yeah. But she's not weak. You know, she's still very strong and she's very strong willed in her convictions. Like once she decides she's going to do something, nothing will stop her from that goal, which is something I love about her. She's not a a damsel, you know. Yeah. She is in this world she learns a bit of the rules of what it is and she goes with it to try to stop the world you know Uh, she's just not oh no I'm scared I'm in this world people are trying to kill me let me hide she's very much like no what's going on I have to find my brother she meets this other girl her name is Mayuko she gets a strong connection with her and she's very much like I have to protect her She's very strong in her conviction which I, I like about her. She's a very interesting character in that sense. So she's not a damsel, so she doesn't spend the entire show essentially being scared, which gets repetitive and boring. So I, I I like that about her. That's fair. Yeah. Mayuko is another teen girl who was also transported into this world. She's a bit of a mystery. She meets Yuri in one of the buildings. Um, initially she was going to like kill her because she's very un- not untrustworthy but sh- she herself is not untrustworthy but she's hesitant to trust other people for good reason on her you know backstory and her trauma yuri is able to break through her shield and they form a close bond mayuko even develops feelings for her later on in the show um, and yuri very much goes out of her way to try to protect her They have a very nice relationship. I love it. It's very borderline on romance, but the show is not a romance. So it's not like a main focus. Yeah. Rika is Yuri's brother, who I mentioned earlier. He was also transported into this world. He also doesn't know how. He's another strong character. He's very smart, very resourceful. He even becomes kind of like a makeshift leader of another group of people who are all just trying to survive in this world because they're all essentially being hunted by these masks people. Yeah. And they just don't know why. That's, like, the biggest mystery of, like, why are they in this world and why are they, these masks people, trying to kill anyone who gets transported into this world?
0: Okay, question. Yes. So they're in this world. Is everybody that's in this world either a hunter or hunted?
1: Yeah, essentially.
0: Okay, so it's not like there's just, like... Because you said it was a parallel world, so I guess... If some part of me was curious if there's just like people that are just live in this world that kind of go about their lives. Oh no! And then there are just people that get put into this world that are specifically hunted, and yeah. then there's the hunters. Or it's just the only people there are the people that are getting hunted and the hunters.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a arena almost.
0: Game. Okay. Not, it's not. A,
1: it's not a game, but it's, to put it
0: in those. Yeah. Yeah. that yeah, yeah.
1: perspective. It's not parallel in a sense that people are just living their life, but there's also these masks trying to kill them. It's the masks are just trying to kill these people and these people get transported into, we don't know how, from where. Yeah. Uh, but they're all essentially modern people. So like imagine 2023 and you all just, you know, they know cell phones, computers, regular things. They're not from like different time periods. Okay. Yeah. And there's anyone, because uh, in a little bit of the makeshift group that Rika, Yuri's brother, is um the leader of there's a dad and his daughter his like young 12 year old daughter so it's like anybody gets put into this world old people it's just anyone which is a little bit sad because like not everyone's going to have the skill or the mindset to try to survive yeah or know how like this father and his daughter they go to rika because like he's very strong and he's resourceful so they're like okay he's someone we can follow to keep us safe yeah. And there's also some of the mask wearers are, are younger. There's a young girl named um, Ian, I believe. And she looks to be around 13, 14. And she has like a katana. She's very, you know, cool with it. But she's also young and controlled by this mask. So it's just anyone. It's all fair game.
0: <laughs> and that's interesting, too. So I guess going back, mm-hmm. other side question. So this mask can like take over your brain. So are all the hunters... People that used to be regular people that got put into this world that are now controlled by the masks? Yes. Well, that's so sad.
1: It is. And it's not like they chose, like some of the people were forced to put on the mask. Like other masks would find them, kidnap them, and then forcefully put the mask on. Others would find a mask and be curious as to what it is. You know, when you look at something, you look in all angles, but the moment you look at the back of it, the part you put on your face, you're taken over. Mm -hmm. But it's not perfect the ascent so for example the sniper mask who becomes like one of the main characters he was going after yuri and mayu and they throw like a grenade at him and he survives because he like runs away but the blast cracks his mask so he gets a little bit of his consciousness back okay yeah and he himself has his own mystery because he has a mysterious connection to rika we don't know well, like we find out a little bit but we don't really know his story and how yeah. he's connected to Rika because he's very now that he has like his consciousness back he he kind of wants to find Rika to find out his past and he's interested in staying slightly connected to Yuri because she is connected to Rika however okay. even though he has a bit of his consciousness back he still can't fully Control his brain. So while he knows he is a mask, it doesn't stop him from like killing people. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. Okay. Oh, another character. <clears throat> Getting ahead of myself. There's this other character. Her name is kuon She's not my favorite. She is <laughs> one of those that's like very much naive and crybaby-esque, what you would expect if you were put into this world, kind of. Right. Yeah. But she serves a purpose because in this world, there are people who are considered and I'm putting in air quotes closer to God. I want to say points of this world is to find the perfect God. That's one of the mysteries of it. And there are people who are candidates to be that. So they're one who's closer to God. Again, in air quotes. Kuan is one of those people. So she has a bit of extra power they kind of have so sorry i'm all over the place no when yeah, these, yeah,
0: you're kind of losing me i'm not gonna lie
1: no i'm trying so back to like i'll go back to the mask people once they put on the mask they kind of get superhuman powers if you will they're very hard to kill and all that okay okay so there okay. let's keep that point there okay. when you are
0: people with masks have powers got it kind of
1: yeah they're just superhuman like um okay. What's the like the serum that Captain America gets?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Still human, still could die and get hurt, but stronger than before. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So the candidates who are closer to God, they can put on a different mask. It doesn't stay on them, but they then also get abilities where they're harder to kill and faster and superhuman. Kuan is one of these people, even though her personality seems to be the opposite of that. So, okay. No, go ahead. I'm I'm trying to, like, convince you, kind of, but also, like, explain these characters a little bit.
0: Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, not everybody that's brought to this world is considered closer to God or
1: whatever. Correct. Okay. These people are kind of...
0: How do they know which ones are which? And are all the people that are, quote-unquote, closer to God, are they all, like, hunters? Or are some of them, like, the 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 hunties
1: no so without getting too spoilery into it the masks are controlled by whoever created this world so they will sometimes have tasks to find people and tell them you have the ability to be closer to god and then they'll tell them where to find that mask the people the candidates to put on because this mask doesn't have a, a mouth all the other masks have mouths the ones that don't is what makes you a candidate to be closer to God. And not everyone gets chosen. Okay. Um, some people will find them by themselves, like accidentally put on the mask and they get told like the mask will con- get into their brain and will tell them you can be a candidate. Here's how you'll do it. And there's a bit of it. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm trying not to like tell you everything because like it's only one season on Netflix and I haven't fully finished this series because i didn't read the manga so i'm going based off of just this
0: no you're okay i, <laughs> I yeah i don't necessarily want you to spoil anything i'm yeah. just i yeah i ha- it's confusing <laughs> yeah
1: it's it, it's that's the mystery it is a bit confusing because there's a lot of questions that go into it uh and like i don't know exactly how she became closer to god uh but she's one of those characters. But she's also just to me personally. She's just one of those that's annoying. She is kind of safe in this world because she's one of these candidates who's closer to God, so um. the mask can't kill her. Whereas they can like kill every other regular human. Um, gotcha. and they, huh?
0: Oh, I just said gotcha.
1: Yeah, and they do like the mask because they're wearing it. They do get um, what are they called? Instructions like they're not completely just mindless they get told to do certain things by the masks okay so when they come in contact to candidates that are closer to god the mask will be like no you can't kill them they're a candidate and a little bit of the candidates who are closer to gods they have a slight advantage because if they're on the same mental wavelength as a specific mask they can control said mask yeah Uh,
0: mm, i'm
1: sorry repeat Uh that (laughs) So the closer ones who are closer to God, <laughs> the candidates, Kuan, cool if they have like a specific wavelength, this is a bit confusing. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But their mind can, you know, how like brainwaves, are, I guess. <laughs> yeah. If their brainwaves can be attuned to the mask that's around them, they can control that mask. It's not every mask and not all of them can be controlled, but if they happen to be in a similar same wavelength as a specific mass they can control them and they find this out by trial and error it's not complete science <laughs> they don't just go up to a mass and be like i'm a candidate so i can control you it's not like that unfortunately <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i just want you to know mm-hmm. that i'm looking into the corner of my room and squinting my eyes as my brain is trying to process <laughs>
1: It's part of the mystery. I'm not going to lie. There's so much. I have so many questions while watching this. And some of them do get answered. I just don't want to say them because it'll spoil it. Not that I think this will be like a show you'll be interested in because it is very violent. And I know you like fluffy things. Okay. Here's the
0: thing. I do like fluffy things. But Mm -hmm. I can handle a little bit. But this does also seem like I would be too... Not even, like, upset by the violence, though. I probably would still be upset by the violence. But I think mm-hmm. I would, this mystery might annoy me too much. I love <laughs> mysteries. Yeah. I do. But maybe, again, it's just, it just sounds confusing.
1: Yeah, it is a little bit. It's It has many layers, which is why but I kept onions. watching it. Yes. <laughs> but why I kept watching, because it's like, I kind of like mysteries where I discover something and then other questions come on top of that. Because, yeah, yeah, it it does get annoying, but it also keeps me engaged because now I have to come back to find out. And that's That's what this show kind of does. Yeah. Um, Okay. So that's what, like, the main characters, Yuri, Mayuko, Rika, Kuan, and then Mass Sniper. He's the only mask that we really pay attention to, kind of. Okay. So there's other characters, but, you know, there's just – they're not as pertinent. (laughs) Now, for my reasoning for my slight dislike – of this show i won't even say hate but just dislike okay is it's very gross on the fan service of this show and this show is technically categorized as a shonen whereas i think it would make more sense to be a sane it just it's so violent and gross with like its sexualization of these teenage girls which shouldn't really be a thing but if it is it should be marketed with adult characters to an adult audience. Yeah. That's that was the main thing of why it took me a while to actually get into it because there is just a lot of unnecessary close-ups of these teenage girls where it's their underwear or their breasts. They are fighting life and death, so like their clothes get ripped in very exposing areas and i'm just like these are teenage girls and that's unnecessary sure it could be realistic for this world but if that was the case at least make the characters older so where it's it's just not it feels very pedophilish and it, that kind of annoys me <laughs> mm. so much so when i first started watching this show because i watched it a while ago and it, i couldn't really get past that fact for a bit because it just annoyed me so much okay. and then when i did a rewatch, especially with my um research for this episode the show itself is like good and enough where i can kind of ignore it but it just that annoys me i I obviously i really don't like the sexualization of children and it feels like it does that yeah unnecessarily for this show yeah and that's just one part of it that i just i really don't enjoy and if they can get rid of that this show would be like a 10 out of 10 but because they added that i put it down to like a seven out of ten, if you will. The okay. action, the mystery, the the violence—that was still keeping me engaged. But it's just that part, especially because they're teenage girls. You know, it's just girls already get sexualized in the media as it is, and I know it's like a problem in anime and stuff, but it shouldn't be. You <laughs> know, it just yeah. That's the only really thing about the show that I didn't like was the fan service, and that's if we can get past that then the show is very enjoyable. It's very violent. Like I mentioned, I I know the point of this podcast is to like convince the other to watch our latest favorites. Um but even watching this, I was just like this is not something I think you would enjoy. Others in our audience maybe, you know. Yeah. So everyone else listening, I think you would enjoy it especially if violent anime is something you like. But for Cassie, I'm just like, I don't think I'm gonna convince you to watch this. I'm gonna be quite honest. You did text
0: me like last week. Yeah. You're like, Cassie, I don't think that you're gonna like this one. I don't think I can help you. I don't think I can convince you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I really don't. Like it's I besides the fan service, I enjoyed. It. It's a nice isekai, a very action packed, very mysterious. You feel a sense of dread every time you see a mask because you don't know what their abilities are because they they're they're just different. There's like a sumo wrestler one. There's the sniper mask, like I mentioned. Um, Ian, who fights with the katana. There's this one mask who's called the swimmer mask. And he is just built like a giant. And he's so strong. And it's just like, these are, they're cool in the sense that you're like, oh crap, this person's here. What are they going to do? And how are, uh, is our characters going to survive this instance, you know? That, I think, of the show and the premise is interesting all these other things just you know kind of takes away a little bit (laughs) and it's just unnecessary because it's not even like you need to like there'll be a part where like Yuri's running away but she's running so fast that her skirt will fly up and it happens all the time and I'm like you don't need to do that girls run in skirts and animes all the time and we're not constantly shown shots of their underwear yeah (laughs) And then there'll be parts when like a character's on the floor because they got hit or something or they're dying and they'll look over and they'll be like, I can see your underwear. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're on the floor. But also, why do you need to mention that? Why is that person? Yeah. Just I I hate that. Um, But that's my thing. Sorry. (laughs) Um, But it is an easy show to binge, especially because it's only 12 episodes and it's on Netflix and it's only one season at the moment. It hasn't been at this time of recording. It hasn't been renewed for a season two. I hope it does because it does end on a bit of a cliffhanger. But yeah. I do think the mystery of it is very intriguing. It does dive more into highlighting like how people will prevail in their strength to survive, which is always a cool aspect of things like like especially in Isekai's, like seeing how people would think to survive the circumstances that they're in, which I always find fascinating. So I think All right. yeah. Those type of things. Like I said, I'm so serious. I do not think this will be something you enjoy, but I hope the rest of the audience will.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can't say that it's going to be something I would watch this year, but I appreciate Mm -hmm. you exploring topics.
1: Yeah, I was going to, like, change it, but after I finished, like, getting past certain things, I was like, no, I can still talk about it because I still enjoy it. And I'm... I probably will pick up the manga so I can know what's gonna happen next. But yeah. I just knowing you and the type of things you like, I just I was like, this is not something I'm gonna convince you or even yeah. attempt to. I just I just know you. That's just not it. Not for you. <laughs> Others, yeah. yes. But
0: I mean that's yeah. fair. But I I mean I do watch something that's not fluff. I like you, Hakusho. Show. I know. That's definitely not all fluff.
1: But, but... it's not like high rise at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right. Cool well,
0: cool. Um, is that everything?
1: Yeah, for that. So you can watch it on Netflix. It's only available on Netflix, and the manga is printed. Um, and the manga is completed, so that's helpful.
0: Oh, okay, cool. So if you did get the manga, you would at least be able to know what happens in the end.
1: Yeah, which I'm probably gonna do. But like I said, it's the fan service that I'm just, and I don't know if I want to see that. (laughs) But I want to know what happens, so I'm I. It's more intrigued by that, so I probably will give it a chance. Cool.
0: Well, let's move on to recommendations then.
1: Yeah. Um, Uh, For this one, I would recommend um, Alice in Borderline, both the manga, sorry, Alice in Borderland, both the manga and the Netflix series. Okay. What's it about? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Lisa. (laughs) I was like, yeah, it's very similar. So, um... In, this, in that series, uh, this group of... Te- they're kind of young adults, not really teens. They see this mysterious flash, and it transports them into a alternate version of Tokyo, if you will. And they have to survive a series of games based off of the houses of playing cards. Mm. And if they win, they... When time to keep surviving in the world if they lose they die very high stakes
0: yeah i was like uh no thank you
1: <laughs> yeah it's a very terrifying world to live in like for me personally if i was in this world i'm just dying <laughs> um, i'm not even gonna try because the games get harder the higher the card is yeah and you're fighting against a bunch of people like it's not just you um i haven't finished the manga so the ending might be different but the, it is ended on Netflix, and the Netflix series ending is a little unsatisfying, but the show itself is very interesting. And it also pulls influence from Alice in Wonderland, hence the well, name yeah. Alice in Borderland. And, I figured, yeah. 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 But it's it's a very interesting show. I, I did enjoy watching it, and all of the, the series is on Netflix, and then the manga is still ongoing.
0: Um, I don't really have a recommendation I just think you should stop what you're doing right now and go watch Assassination <laughs> Classroom because I love this anime that much everyone needs to watch it so that's my recommendation okay <laughs> Uh excellent all right well if you would like to be a part of the conversation you can follow me Cassie on Twitter and Instagram at sassykcreates
1: and you can follow me Lisa at Instagram and TikTok, as long as it's not banned, at bway underscore baby 425.
0: And if you have any respectful thoughts, feelings, maybe something in this realm, I don't know. I don't even know. If you have a better (laughs) way of explaining high-rise evasion that might actually make me want to watch it, please let me know. You can visit my website, sassycassie.com where this podcast and all other Manners of the Abyss have gathered. Yeah. And if you'd like to support me further, I have both a YouTube and a Patreon under Sassy Cassie. I also have an Etsy shop called Nerd Blossom. And or you can leave us a review for me and Lisa. Let us know how we're doing. If we've convinced you to watch anything. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you all again for being a part of the conversation and hearing us out.
1: Yep.